Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Greatest Mixtape Podcast. My name is Eric. And I am Mac. And uh, today, much to our own surprise, we are actually going to be talking about side two of the OG mixtape, which we have dubbed it recently. This is shocking, the fact that... <laughs> We're actually following up and doing things in order. I mean, I, I just didn't see it coming. We legit thought that when we wrapped the last uh, episode of side one, that it could maybe take weeks for us to revisit this and, you know, drop some other months. other th- or, or months. Yeah, for God's sake, knowing us. Um, But we decided, A, that it was so much fun and B, that we didn't want to lose like the the momentum and the steam because it was a really good time and i think it was uh it, it was flowing so let's let's knock out side two makes sense right yeah absolutely and we just want to keep that energy going and you know before we jump in just shout out to my neighbor for mowing the lawn right now <laughs> yeah yeah that's awesome you need a big giant red light on the side of your house so you know like like the, like the recording studios that say on air so your neighbors know when to shut the fuck up when we're recording our hugely important podcast my dog joey ramon made a uh his debut last week so i can't really complain about background noise okay joey sounded great awesome. Some, somewhere in the first minute or two of last week's episode joey starts barking at something out i don't know a leaf probably blew by the window and he just he's very protective but so uh yeah yeah that's the the fun of recording this stuff and non-professional settings <laughs> right, we're just we're just kind of you know two regular ass dudes here just uh just trying to record and have some fun and share our love of yeah music. yeah yeah and and you know we've talked about it in the past and we're going to keep doing what we're doing and talking about music that we love and things that we're passionate about and celebrate music we're not here to talk negatively and shit all over artists we're here to just celebrate the music we love yeah definitely um we were just talking about this off the air before we hit record where um yeah you're not gonna catch us bashing stuff i mean that's not why we're here we're not we're not doing reactions we're not doing uh you know critiques of things and breaking down what we think is bad or anything no 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 no. we're focusing on the good um this is a, a place to have fun and talk about music um there there may come a time where we may have differing opinions on certain artists or songs, and that could be a lot of fun to kind of argue our points as to why something maybe isn't as good as the other one thinks it is. But um, but we're not here to bash anything. I, and you're just grinning right. away because I'm just yeah, because I, I, I can't wait for the episode where you have to convince me, not convince me, but just explain to me why I need to be listening to like Merciful Fate or something like that or King Diamond. Like uh, again, I'm not bashing them. It's just something I've never <laughs> understood or gotten. So I need you to tell me why. I, I promise I will get you there. I will get you there because you, a life without King Diamond is a, a life lived incomplete as far as I'm concerned. Whatever the hell that cliche is, I just totally butchered it. But All right. So we'll get to that episode at some point. But now let's get back to the OG mixtape Eric put together back in the early 90s. We talked about side one already. Yes. And uh, we're going to get into side two. And again, talk about all these different forms of music and all these crazy songs that at the time, you know, weren't on my radar, but they were on Eric's. And, uh, you know, he got me into all different kinds of music. But the track one on <laughs> side two is surprising because, you know, side one was right. Rage Against the Machine, N.W.A., Jane's yeah. and Nine Inch Nails. And there were a couple of like lighter, more fun not that Nine Inch Nails or, you know, ministry isn't fun, but but I had some lighter hearted things in there just to kind of break up some of the maybe angst of uh, of that. But then side two, yeah, I kind of come out with a, a little bit of a and I'm surprised. You know, this is a band that unfairly kind of got lumped into that hair metal. Unfortunately, you know, sort of yeah. And they were more of a thinking person's metal band 
from the great city of Seattle, Washington. We're talking yes. about Queen's Right and the track with Last Time in Paris. Great, great song. Um, I discovered it by accident. Um, it was it, so it came out in 1990. It's called Last Time in Paris, as Max said, and um, it wasn't on an album right at that point. Um, and it was it was originally recorded during the sessions for what was to become their next album, Empire. But for whatever reason, it didn't end up on the album. But it did end up on the soundtrack of a a, a, a very very funny movie that is uh, <laughs> near and dear to both of our hearts: uh, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Mr. Andrew uh, Dice, starring Clay. Yes. yeah, Mr. Andrew Dice Clay, and uh, Dice is one of those uh, comics that probably wouldn't have found success so easily today no, doing no, his material. No. <laughs> He's very much like the the Mel Brooks, where you couldn't make his movies today. Um, some of the jokes are maybe not super PC mm-hmm. by today's standards, but at the time, the early '90s, um, very, very, very funny movie, and he was at the peak of yeah. his like you know, career and popularity. Uh, So yeah, the adventures of Ford Fairlane, go check it out. But on the soundtrack is this, this little gem by Queensryche. And uh, I don't know. I don't know why it didn't end up on an album. It's so good and it fits. I don't think it was so obscure that like, it just didn't, you know, fit with the rest of their material. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't exactly like everything they've ever done. It was, Maybe a slight departure for yeah, maybe a bit. I mean, some of the lyrics are a little lighthearted, you know, compared to some of the other things that they've done. But I mean, just I, I love everything about that song. That's a great riff. It's a great lyrics. You know, it's everything about it is so cool. So much fun. Yeah. From a band, maybe you didn't expect a, a technically quote fun song from. Um, but, you know, the, the one that I, right in the middle of the song, you know, she didn't mind at all. We were sitting there, seemed like hours, passed a day away till they said we had to pay. Or do the dishes or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Jeff Page like clearly just doesn't understand the French language when he's in Paris. Right, <laughs> so right. Just, and that's the whole gist of the song is it's you know the last time in Paris. The, the the hook in the chorus is he says last time in Paris was strange. It's about all these things that happened while in Paris, and um, it 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 makes sense that it's in a movie soundtrack because the the song itself is kind of like it's got a cinematic kind of flair to it in a sense that um, there's all these like these vocal drops in it that are spoken word. They're not, yeah. not put, not part of the melody. There's, you know, these voices in the background saying things and like, you know, or do the dishes or something. He just kind of mumbles that as a throwaway line at the right. end of, of a verse. Um, so it's got kind of this like sort of movie vibe to it anyway, but, uh, but yeah, just a fun song. And, and again, I, I discovered it by accident before I even knew it was on the Ford Fairlane soundtrack. It was on the B side of another Queensryche single that came out. And I had bought the CD single and I tried desperately, Mac, I hate to disappoint you, but I tried desperately to find it. So I, cause I, I cannot for the life of me remember what song I bought. Single what was. the single oh, like was. Mind Crime or something, it, it was like, something like that. I, I honestly yeah. cannot remember. Or it was probably something off Empire, but like, the, you know, like a lot of times they would drop oh, a single right. before the album came out. And since yeah. they had this throwaway track that wasn't going to be on the album, they probably slapped it on, you know, the B side of the single. And I ended up and probably the reason I can't remember what single it was is because I fell in love with Last Time in Paris. I, I listened to that way more than the original reason I bought the single. So I, I wish I could have found it. I And I even Googled it and could not find it. And there's Joey. There's Joey. Oh, hey, yeah, Joey Ramone. Yeah. 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 Another leaf blew through the yard. Um, 
<laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, fun, fun song. Great movie, too. Yeah, please check out Ford, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane from 1990. Uh, if you're offended easily, maybe not the best movie for you, but... But if, hold off yeah, but if you can, you know, appreciate 90s humor and, you know, have a little thicker skin, go ahead and check it out. It's, it's, it's a lot yeah. of fun. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, you, you come in with, with Queensryche and then you track two, we go into something pretty hardcore. Uh, it's a song yeah. that introduced me to a phrase I'd never heard before in my life. That, that phrase, of course, being bad luck fist fuck i literally I almost about, spit my coffee across the room when you said a phrase i'd never heard before because i knew exactly what you were gonna say and i did not see that coming and uh yeah yeah yes. i almost almost we're talking about uh <laughs> wish from nine inch nails such a great fucking song now and i realized i i kind of i went back to the nine inch nails well nine inch nails appears on side one as well i mean you're, i'm gonna do that a couple times on side two um and and the reason being, I was just so into uh, a few of these bands that were were still relatively new to me, and I was really trying to get the word out to to friends of mine. And so, yeah, you, you'll you'll pick up on a couple more as we as we continue. That I, I I doubled down on on side two. I was thinking about it before we we hit record. Some of those you know artists that I doubled down on this tape are still to this day like some of my yeah. all time favorite acts. I mean. Nine Inch Nails is still in my top five of all time. So, right. and as someone who who didn't know anything about Nine Inch Nails until you gave me this tape, you know there was you know had like a hole on yeah. side one, side two was Wish heavier, yeah, much much darker, darker, yeah. you know, and you see you know the video is just wild, crazy, right? Just you know they're in a cage with just crazy dudes trying to you know get into the yeah. cage, and there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on. Um, but just the song again, the 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 sort of programmed element that you know hadn't really been part of our lives you know much before that point definitely not but <laughs> the heaviness the heaviness and the lyrics just uh just a great song and of course just that repetitious driving yeah. beat just everything and it's song. such an intense song too which um if you're not familiar with it please listen to it so you 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 get what i'm saying when i say intense um uh, you know, and at this point, I mean, we're talking early 90s. Uh, the it, it was the EP. So it was from the EP that was entitled Wish. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, that was entitled Broken. And uh, it was between Pretty Hate Machine and the Downward Spiral. So it was kind of like keeping, you know, keeping them on the radar while they were working on like the next big, big project because Downward Spiral had, you know, uh, hurt and uh, closer, uh, you know, huge hit for them, huge MTV hit for them. So, so the the broken EP again was just, you know, yep. I think it was an attempt to kind of keep their name because they had gained some popularity with Pretty Hate Machine and really wanted to keep their name out there while they were working on, you know, this this juggernaut of an album that they were about to drop. Um, and Wish is, yeah, it's just so intense. It's so fast. I mean, we had, we had been listening to Thrash at this point. We were fully into that and everything. I had never heard anything outside yeah. of Thrash, I think, that was that intense and that in your face. Are you ready for a fun fact? I'm always ready for a fun fact. Well, Wish won a Grammy for the best metal performance. Best metal performance. Yes, that's right. right. I forgot all about that. That's amazing. Yes. But you're right. As far as like setting them up, for the release of the downward spiral, I mean that's oh, God. serious momentum going into that album. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's funny though that they won best metal Grammy. I mean, I guess they 
the, the, the Grammys probably still doesn't have an industrial category. Right, exactly. <laughs> they probably still, them? yeah, they probably still lump it with heavy metal or hard rock or whatever. But, yeah. um, but that's funny, yeah, because metalheads loved Nine Inch Nails, but I wouldn't call them metal. No, not at all. By right. any stretch, yeah. Nor would I call Jethro Tull metal, but let's not get into that. <laughs> I don't. Want... Still... It's still a very sore subject with Lars Ulrich. So, <laughs> if he's listening, sorry, Lars. Yeah, sorry, Lars. We're with you on that one, but. <laughs> bullshit so anyway yeah um yeah nine inch nails like i said to this day still one of my all-time favorites i see them every time they tour and I, I totally nerd out for for trent reznor and 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 the boys yeah genius great band okay now we get even more bizarre <laughs> on the og mixtape side too you come in track three pigs and zen by james addiction yeah I, like i said double down on another one of my all-time favorite bands and again to this day jane's addiction still man just brilliant everything they've ever done is is just fantastic and uh yeah pigs and zen was a fun one because it was just lyrically i think so bizarre i think that's what really made me want to include that song on this tape because on side one we had stop yeah which was uh Pretty groovy, up tempo. You know, there's the little breakdown thing in the middle, but like, you know, pretty almost poppy. It's heavy, but it's not metallic heavy. It's it's I don't know. It's hard to right. explain. But but uh, yeah. Pigs and Zen was like super groovy, super heavy guitar riff, and lyrically, it's just so out there. Love it. Yeah, and you know, and when we were talking about side one, you know, talking about Jane's addiction, and they're one of the first bands I recognized as as artists. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you get to this song, Pigs and Zen. And the lyrics. Yeah. You know, and the first time I heard that, I'm just sitting there like, what? What, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> what talking about? I don't know what he's saying, but I love it. Yeah. 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 Just Perry just kind of going off and, and doing his thing and being weird and just hearing it for the first time. It, again, just opened, opened your mind up to, you know, what a band and an artist can do and say. Yeah. His lyrics are always just really cool and, and kind of kind of deep and obscure anyway so and there's the you know the point that you just raised about the song and what it means lyrically and then you hear lyrics like some people should die that's just unconscious knowledge like it's just you know just all these different angles he's hitting you with throughout that song yeah 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 perry's a genius man i mean he's another like who do i compare him to like a jim morrison or something where like his lyrics could just easily be poems like just put them in a book without music and you'd still be impressed by you know his his uh, lyrical prowess. You know? Yeah, and that was the first song I'd ever heard off of Nothing Shocking. So that was my entry point into Nothing Shocking, which start to finish, there's no holes. I mean, that album is just one of my favorites of all time, but that's what that was my entry point right there. And fun fact about uh, Pigs and Zen, as far as Nothing Shocking is concerned, it's technically a bonus track. Oh. It was not actually a, uh, a listed track on, on the record. It's a bonus track. So... Uh, if you buy like the vinyl version today, Pigs and Zen isn't on it. It was a bonus track on, I think, the cassettes and the CD versions, but it's never been on the vinyl press. Unless there was like, there's probably been some like imports, like a Japanese import or something where they put it on the back end of it. But uh, American releases on vinyl, yeah, it was actually a bonus track, so you don't always get it. It's kind of a drag, but that did not disappoint, Eric. That was a fun fact. <laughs> Oh, you're very welcome. I, I that's what I'm. I'm here to, uh, to make this fun. I'm, I'm the lighthearted one. I like to, I like to have fun. Max very dark and brooding. 
or not. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to take on different personas, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we are. We talk about our love for Jane's addiction. Yes. And then we go right into, we come back to a band that was on side one, same album, track four, Township Rebellion by Rage Against the Machine. Just an amazing, amazing song. Great riff. Such a great riff. Oh, so great. And then, you know, the, the chorus, why stand on a silent platform, fight the war, fuck the norm. You know, so thinking back to that time, that era, and hearing those words, hearing a band say that for the first time, I'd never heard anybody say anything Rage was saying before. Yeah. But that one in particular stuck out to me. It may not be the most well-known track on that um, debut album. Right. Because obviously, you know, Killing in the Name is the one that everyone... Yeah, everybody knows that song. Right. But I'm telling you, that is an underrated Rage Against the Machine song. I still love everything about that song. Yeah, it's on their, their debut self-titled Rage Against the Machine uh, came out in 1991. And Mac, knowing me, wh- why is that particular song on this mixtape? Like, there's one reason more than anything else. It's not the excess curse words. No, although I do love the word fuck. Oh, <laughs> there's a cowbell. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of that. That's not it? Oh, shit. Okay. This is fun. Okay. Okay. That's reason 1.5. But there's <laughs> there's a bigger... Damn, dude. I don't know. Give it ah. to me. I set you up for failure on that one. That was my fault. Uh, dude, that fucking bass line is oh. so goddamn ridiculous, dude. Yeah, TBC <laughs> is just incredible. <laughs> and we said it the last time we spoke about uh, Rage Against the Machine 2, that rhythm section. Oh, oh God. If I, again, if I could trade places with one drummer, uh, it, it would be Brad Wilk. I just love not only his playing in the band, but just, that rhythm section to play with Timmy C would just be so much fun and just to groove and, you know, not overplay, not have to worry about being super flashy. Just, just lock into these killer grooves and it's just so much fun. Uh, but yeah, that bouncy fuzzed out baseline is just so weird. And, uh, I, I'd never heard anything like that either. And yes, I, I forgot. Yes. The cowbell does. Yeah. That's very, uh, very important. Okay, I'm going to come with two suggestions here for future episodes. Okay? Yeah, love it. One being best use of cowbell. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And then second one being either greatest rhythm sections or best bass lines. Like Ooh, that's, okay. Yeah, just, those are all just, legit. Just the conversation about this song mm-hmm. got me thinking that's what we need to do. Yeah. Well, now it's recorded, so. Oh, shit. We got to do it. That means we have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> or I can just edit all of this out and pretend it never happened. <laughs> no that's a great that's a great one though um it'd be a shame that we we can't really put this on that because you know we've already talked about it but uh yeah it would definitely be on the list if if that was the first you know idea was to greatest bass lines (laughs) because that's a lot of them yeah so good turn it now all right all right so from rage yeah another interesting segue by eric here Ramones song called Psychotherapy covered by the one and only Skid Row. Uh, dude, they put out, so in 1992 uh, Skid Row put out a covers album and it was called Beside Ourselves. It's I guess technically it's an EP but they put out this record called Beside Ourselves and each member of the band picked a song and they recorded it. And uh, the bass player Rachel Bolin, uh, he was kind of the, he was the token punk of the band, I mean, I know that they were, and again, another band that's in that's unfairly lumped into like the hair metal. They were they were kind of that when they right. first came out, that first record. I get it, but I mean, they were just a metal band, just you know, 
with yeah. a little bit of polish on them that first record because then they just got nasty and dirty and and um yeah much heavier, heavier. Yeah. and again talking about bridging the gap for you know some of us that were into the hair stuff and then getting into heavier music like the panteras and the slayers and stuff like that skid row kind of helped bridge that um but yeah they put out so each member picked a, a different song so i mean they cover kiss on this record jesus priest rush jimmy hendrix um but yeah the opening track is is psychotherapy and it's also the vocals provided by mr rachel boland it's the yep sebastian does backup vocals on it and and whatnot in the chorus and stuff but uh yeah and and I, even that i think he's might just scream some haze and stuff in the background but yo fun fact you ready for another one? Oh my god this is it's the fun fact we're gonna have to na- name this the fun fact episode <laughs> who else contributed background vocals to that song to that song oh uh it's a ramon if i'm remembering correctly and yes no it was in the video but that's not it okay okay that's what i was thinking of i knew i knew at least one of them was had something to do nope you got me man from faster pussycat mr tie me down nah really (laughs) i had no idea dude i read it on the internet so it has that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) yeah just like this podcast everything we say is 100 percent true and accurate so yeah, no. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's super cool. Um, <laughs> Far out. Did not see that coming. <laughs> um, I did not. So he just yeah. does backup vocals. Is that what you said? Yeah. No kidding. Well, you learn something <laughs> new every day. That is indeed a fun fact. Wow, we are killing it with the fun facts oh, today. This episode is just riddled with fun facts. But that, and I love that video too for for the psychotherapy with Joey Ramone. Yeah, video is a lot of fun. Joey's in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah not your dog. The actual Joey Ramone. <laughs> yes, not not my dog Joey Ramone, but although he could be in a music video, he's a very handsome boy. The uh, original Joey Ramone, maybe not so much. <laughs> in case y'all haven't picked up on it, we love the Ramones. We do love the Ramones. Yeah, I literally just poured some out coffee on my floor. Isn't that crazy, dude? To think about that, dude. All of the original Ramones are gone. It's just makes me sad. It's very sad because we're old. You know what? Every now and again, I get some youngster, someone younger than me, <laughs> giving me shit uh-huh. for being the age that I am. And I look him straight in the eye and I go, yeah, but I saw the Ramones live. What do you got? I was in, I was in the pit. Where, where, where the fuck yeah. were you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's something you can never take away from me, man. I right? saw the fucking Ramones live. Yeah. What is, what is the equivalent of that going to be for like the next generation? What's it? Taylor Swift? Like, <laughs> I mean, what do you like? You know what I mean? I saw Taylor Swift. Well, yeah. Well, so did 10 billion other people. And you were right. five miles from the stage. Like we were in a pit in front of a stage for the goddamn Ramones legends. Yep. You got nothing, kid. You got nothing. <laughs> nothing. And again, not to knock Taylor Swift or anything like that, but I'm just, no. there's, there's bands, there's artists that have come and gone that just are never going to, nobody's going to, have that impact ever again you know and the ramones were one of those bands i mean they were the godfathers of punk rock i mean i'm getting way off track here but of course you know my my daughter's eight she's in fourth grade she's in school her music teacher is teaching the kids blitzkrieg pop (laughs) i love it that's great the only one in there besides the teacher who knows every word that's amazing (laughs) Well, again, you're raising her right, dude. That's important. Yeah, you got, a life without the Ramones is not well lived. I'm sorry. Oh, see, you, it just, it just rolled off your tongue that, uh, I tried to do that earlier and I'm just like fucking butchered it, but yeah, yeah. Life well lived, asshole. 
Jesus professional. Christ. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now let, let's get really, really fucking weird now with this next track. This okay. Next track. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The mixtape. Track six Pig by Steve Vai. You have a pork theme here on side two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that, too. But. Oh my Pig God. By Steve Vai. Just. Uh, absolutely bizarre, bizarre track from 1993 yeah. Sex and Religion. Vocals yes. by Mr. Devin Townsend. A 21-year-old Devin Townsend. And if you're not familiar with Devin Townsend, uh, strapping young lad, uh, Devin yep. Townsend, now he, he more or less just focuses on the Devin Townsend project or just Devin Townsend, but uh, strapping young lad was a huge metal band. Um, yes. Maybe not mainstream huge, but like in the metal world, I mean, he is extremely well respected. He's a, a just one of those virtuoso type musicians. He plays every instrument. He's got a phenomenal voice. But this was kind of his first exposure to popular music and to the industry. Uh, Steve Vai put a record out in 1993, like Max said. It's called Sex and Religion. And it was more of a band than he'd ever really done before. Um, always had amazing studio players. It was instrumental, obviously not stuff with White Snake, but like when he released solo stuff, it was instrumental, you know, guitar stuff. If you weren't, a, everybody loves Steve Vai, but if you weren't a guitar player, you might not have been that into his solo stuff. He put a band together, got this amazing young vocalist, Devin right. Townsend, um, and put out this, and, and it was even called Vi. It wasn't even Steve Vi. It was Vi. Like, it was, like again, it was presented as a band and um, just such cool stuff. Oh my God. I mean, um, musically it was all over the place uh so many different influences it was heavy it was groovy um you know it was a, a big departure from a lot of the stuff he had done before it was obviously it was still steve vice i mean he's all over the guitar um but you know structured songs with you know these big hooky soaring vocals in the choruses and just a right. uh, really cool cool record and i mean talk about heavy hitters terry bozio plays drums on it uh, T.M. Stevens is the bass player on it, who he's a monster. He might not be the most well-known name out of that, but he was a huge studio guy. I mean, played with Tina Turner, Pretenders, James Brown, the guys play, uh, Billy Joel, played with so many different artists. And he's been on so many records. You've heard his, his playing without even knowing it. So he put this sick, sick band together and put this record out. But the song Pig is just so out there. It's so out there. And there's like pig squealing sound effects oh, and stuff. Grunting and, and squealing and snorting. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. just from the opening, sweet. Like, it, yeah. it is just <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a fun track. It's a fun track, for and, sure. And lyrically, have you ever really dug into the lyrics? Because it is messed up. You know, I'm sure I did back in the day, but uh, you're going to have to refresh my memory, man. Oh, oh, I got something for you, pal. This <laughs> Stay with me here. This, this is going to get weird. Okay, I'm with you, dude. I'm, I try to hide. Running ain't about to. Going to do anything for you, my little one. Oh, they try to get inside of me. Why do they bother anyway? You mustn't worry anything. Tell me what you see, pig. Are you there? I'll rip and slaughter he who takes my pig from me. Whoa. <laughs> dude. Wow. Yeah. And that's just a... I mean, that's just... That yeah, I mean, I could keep reading if you wanted me to because... <laughs> I mean, I had no idea. Yeah, dude, I really didn't remember the words. Holy shit. Give me a little more. I got I to gotta hear more. Okay. <laughs> so weird. Don't ask me why. Sicker than I've ever been when I see myself inside of you. But I love you, my crude flesh. 
stain my tongue with your mess. Sako Sako Gros, it's the roast. What the fuck? Jesus, dude, I, I didn't realize how fucked up that song really is. The, 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 big, the big ending. I'll save you and then the gunshot. <laughs> yeah, the ending is what? really fucking out there. Wow, I had no idea vocally it was that crazy. I think, again, I was, I remember how crazy yeah. musically it was and just how, how, how brilliant it is. But wow, that's some fucked up shit. Of course, you know, before we, we hit record, you know, we did go back and sure. do a little research on these songs and listen to them, you know, a few times just to kind of, and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to look up these lyrics. I look up the <laughs> lyrics and I'm like, what the fuck? That's awesome. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. I think one of the reasons that I, I wanted to include that song as well was because um, it was so different from anything that anybody would have thought was going to come out of Steve Vai. I think that was my real motivation was because I loved it. It was amazing. But, you know, I wanted to, yeah. I almost wanted yeah. to like put it on there without putting the artist and just leaving the song for itself. Because if I'd said, oh, I'm putting the Steve Vai song on there, people would already have a preconceived notion of what it was going to sound like. Oh, you mean David Lee Roth guitars? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the guy from Whitesnake and David Lee Roth. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> this is not David Lee Roth for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, you had, you know, just Vi doing just insane guitar work on that. Yeah. The the insane lyrics. Mm. And then, the, again, the sound effects of the pigs. <laughs> it's bizarre. But yeah. I love it. I love Definitely it. out there. And, I, and, and again, I, I never picked up on the fact that there's uh, multiple pork songs on this <laughs> on this team yeah, side two pork heavy <laughs> pork it's the pork heavy side yeah <laughs> well this is way before more, i was vegetarian so i, I yeah this is the more pork centric pork side pork centric <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'll be the name of my next band pork centric <laughs> so you have that again this is one of your most ridiculous segues before we move on to the next track, I, I just want to point out that, yes, the song Pig by Vi ends with a it's a very dramatic ending. And yes, you hear the, the pig squealing. And yeah. And then you hear Devin Townsend screech, not just say the words. He screeches, I'll save you. And you hear a gunshot and yes. then it's over. It's over. So that easily could have been like the end of the tape because yes. it's a great ending. Yes, <laughs> could have been. But then what? it got better. As soon as that ends, I hear Fucking Muppet song on to end the side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I, I I'm not even gonna sit here in front and be like it was the most genius thing ever. I have no idea why I did that. I, I really don't. I I have a guess. I have a guess. This was about. This was at a time where I was playing in a band, playing out, and intro songs were a big thing back then. They, 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 they still are, but like even on a local level, like bands were always trying to play funny or weird or odd stuff right before they took the stage. Yeah. Um, and so we were always looking for odd things, but that were kind of funny. But you know, and we used to use that song. For some of our live shows and we would play the Manamana, I don't even know what it's called, Manamana, uh, from the Muppets. And uh, we would use that as an intro song before we took the stage. So I think it was just in my head and I was like, oh man, I'm going to slap the Muppet song on here, man. If you can go back and think about like the very first time hearing this tape, right? <laughs> okay. And that song, you know, Pig ends. Yeah. Same with the gunshot. Dramatic and ending. Like, and I have violent. half a second to go, holy Fucking <laughs> I didn't even have time to recover from, from the, before, 
I'm laughing my balls off thinking about the Muppets. <laughs> like I needed a good half hour to recover from that song. You know? <laughs> but no, you don't give it to me. It, boom. Right into the no. Muppets. Right into the Manamana song. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Again, I'd love to tell you some, uh, you know, heavy story as to why that's on there. But no, it it was just a goof. And it, it it's it's just such a great song, though. I'm going to dig a little deeper here. Um, sure. I mean, we're talking about the Muppets. Um, <laughs> there's a certain Muppet um, who happens to be a pig. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to count this as your third pork-centric pork-centric tree on side God. two of the greatest mixtape ever. That is crazy. All right. Now I'm going to have to go back and see if we can find any pork-related content in Last Time in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Township Rebellion. Psychotherapy. Because I'm, I figure in Wish he's got to say pig at some point. At some right? point, he's got it. Trent was very into pigs and yeah, yeah. including pig in his lyrics. <laughs> uh, Township Rebellion. There could be a pig reference in there mm-hmm. very easily. It's the pork centric side. I love the, it. The shit we discover when we talk about this stuff. I mean, this is and you you really reached for the Muppet one, but nice nice grab, Miss Piggy. The reach, Eric. <laughs> or or <laughs> was it my subtle genius that you're just picking up on? I'll never tell. I'm on to you. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Well, hopefully we don't get sued by anybody over this, but I love it. But I, again, it was it's a very heavy side. There aren't many light yeah. moments, and after the heaviest moment, you would just hit everybody in the face with like one of the happiest, silliest songs ever ever recorded. So awesome! I just love the way you did it. Well, thanks, man. It was uh, it was a lot of fun re- reliving the the tape as well. And again, I wish I could remember everything that was going on in my head at the time, but it was a it was a very long time ago. But uh, yeah, I think the 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 tape still still holds up. Yeah, for sure. Great tracks. And uh, now that we've completed side two, we are going to put together the the playlist and uh, give you links to that, so you can check out all these songs uh, in a much in, instead of going you know down the the rabbit hole and trying to find all these songs and list them, we'll, we'll put a nice little package out there of a playlist so you can. Check out all these lovely little ditties for yourself. Yes, we will. All right. I think that's that's everything for, for this episode. I want to close out by giving a couple uh, a couple shout outs uh, yeah. from some new listeners uh, in the U.S. Now, the tricky part is we can see cities in the U.S. on our platform, but not state. Right. So right. There's a city called Beverly. I think it's Beverly, Mass. That's my guess. Let's, but, let's go with that. But Beverly... Love you. Thanks for listening in. Rosenberg, perhaps Texas? Sure. Sure, why not? McDonough, McDonough, New York. Geography is not my strength. Or Georgia. I, I don't. Ashburn, it could be Virginia, Georgia, New Jersey. I don't know. But the point is, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening. And then internationally, I mean, Purdue, Canada. Come on. I, thanks for coming back. We appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. I, I think Purdue is in Saskatchewan. Okay. I mean, hey, as long as we're talking about, we're on the subject of Canada. I mean, uh-huh. The Tragically Hip, one of my favorite bands of all time, but there's a bunch of others. There's a lot of Canadian bands. Let's talk about The Headstone. What? Kim Mitchell. What? Rush. What? Some 41. What? Bare Naked Ladies. What? Ryan Adams. What? I'm going to hit you with Loverboy. What? <laughs> Triumph. What? Snow. What? Snow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about Snow, dude. Informer. That's my fucking jam, bro. Killer Dwarf. What? Yes. Honeymoon Sweet. What? And last but not least, the Canadian songbird. 
and fucking Murray. What? Oh, no, yeah. yeah, that's right. We love you, Canada. Thank you very much. Yes, for uh, all your mu- musical contributions and uh, and your maple syrup. Maple syrup. And Tim Hortons. Dude, Tim Hortons. Fucking <laughs> oh. Love Tim Hortons. Uh, okay. And then let's give a shout out. One last shout out to Brisbane, Australia. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, coming in with some, uh, you know, listening, checking us out, coming back. So Brisbane, Australia, we love you. Australia can do no wrong for yeah. one reason. Go. Well, two reasons. Malcolm and Angus Young. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Thank you for thank that. You for, if, you, if you do nothing else, Australia, for the rest of your existence, thank you. Yeah, you hit a home run with, with Angus and Malcolm. Thank you for ACDC. <laughs> My God. Uh, so thank you for listening. Seriously, man, that's that's an amazing contribution to the to the world. Exactly. I mean, that's like, you know, the people that are the guy that, you know, invented electricity or, or you know, space flight. Like, you brought us <laughs> ACDC. <laughs> yeah. Maybe more important than electricity as far as I'm concerned. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but thanks again to everybody out there. We appreciate you coming back. Yeah. 100%. Thank you so much. Though. Yeah. So we appreciate you very much. And uh, don't forget to check us out on the socials. Instagram, The Greatest Mixtape Podcast. Twitter, X, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Who knows these days? <laughs> uh, at Greatest Mixtape. <laughs> and uh, and once again, if uh, you want to send us a, a comment, tell us how we're doing, uh, good or bad. Uh, totally. Let know. Yeah, let us know at greatestmixtapepodcast at gmail.com. Well, there you go. That's all the ways to reach out to us, and this is how we reach out to you. We'll do it again really, really soon. Until then, this is the Greatest Mixtape Podcast. I'm Eric. And I am Mac. And we are out of here. Thanks. See you.